All right, episode 15 of the Ex Nihilo podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm Eddie. Glad you guys are all watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Glad you guys are joining me. Hey, uh, it's the new year, and new year is all about new beginnings. It's all about fresh starts. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not a massive fan of the gyms being so packed in January. Not because I'm not excited to see people in there getting after it. I'm actually somebody who loves to see people working out. I'm just selfish. I love the squat rack to myself. I love the the stretching area to myself. I love the hot tub to myself. And it is packed this time of year. But but that's okay. And maybe you're one of those people and it's good to be in there. Um, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to think about. You know, for me, the last couple weeks of of December and the first couple weeks of January is spent planning and preparing and executing for the vision that I've got for my life going forward and how can I improve? For me, uh, 2023 was a journey all about uh, getting better in my emotional health. I spent eight days at a retreat center in Kentucky working on severe trauma from my past. It was amazing. I spent the whole year going through psychotherapy, counseling stuff. I feel like I've improved a great deal as a leader, as a communicator, as a father, as a husband. And so now I'm sort of thinking about what's next for this this upcoming year, and you're probably thinking the same thing. And so I hope this podcast is a an opportunity for you to consider jumping on board with me and doing some of the things that I'm going to be doing. I want to give you, you know, five or six big things for you. Well, let's call it what you know, five things that are going to be uh, paramount for you to improve your health, your wellness, your longevity. Um, so you can grow more deeply with the people around you. So you can grow more deeply in your relationship with God. So you can feel better. So you can perform better. So you can start to be vibrant and live and thrive and not just survive. Um, I've got a couple things before we get going here that might be helpful for you in that, um, as you may or may not know, uh, I have a course that I've put out and it's been out for a few years now called the healthy believer blueprint course. Now this course uh, is all about jumpstarting your journey towards health and wellness. So if you're looking for, Hey, what do I eat? What do I drink? Um, what's, what's healthy, uh, what's not healthy. What are some of the danger foods that I may or may not know about? How do I stay healthy and active all year round? How do I move? How do I recover from workouts? How do I deal with stress and anxiety? Um, all of these things, if, if you're looking for like a one-stop shop to get all of this in one spot where you can just kind of be fully versed in sort of the, the, the ex nihilo principles that I teach, I would encourage you to check out my uh, my course. Um, I spent a lot of hours in that course. I trust it'll be incredibly valuable for you. Um, could you spend uh, uh, several hours over the next several weeks sort of piecing together all of this information yourself? Uh, of course you could. You could do that with any course. You could do that with any college class, absolutely. But the reason why you would buy a course and invest in a course is that you would get all that information uh, you leverage the work that someone else has done like me and then uh, partake of it and enjoy it. And hopefully it would be helpful for you. So I would encourage you to check that out. If you're looking for a way to jumpstart your year, whether that's 2024 or 2029, again, I don't know when you're listening to this. Um, I would encourage you to get the course. Such great reviews on that. So many people have found it incredibly valuable. Um, one of the things I put together in that is a shopping list. I know one of the, the biggest questions I get on the YouTube channel is, you know, what do I buy? What, what do I eat? I think that's going to be really helpful for you. So if, if you would like biblically based wellness principles, the reasons why I sort of believe that the fall of man in Genesis three has caused a great deal of all of the food issues and the, the digestive issues, the health issues that we all have as it relates to diet. If you want all of that sort of distilled in one package, 
the Healthy Believer Blueprint course is for you. I'll put a link in the YouTube video and in the show notes. But of course, you can get that at the website, exnihilohealth.com. Another thing I'm launching this year, this is a big endeavor for me because I've been doing this sort of undercover for a really long time, but I'm actually launching it publicly, is health and wellness coaching. So I've been doing coaching on and off for a long time, uh, mostly with pastor friends of mine, uh, close friends with mine that have you know come to me and said, hey man, I, I want to get in shape. I want to work out. I want to figure out, hey, why is my body doing this, this, and this? I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, I just felt like this was the year to take it public. So if you're looking for more personal coaching, and it's it's mostly particularly aimed at, I'll be honest, for pastors, for nonprofit leaders, for business professionals, people with really busy schedules, um, but also understand the connection between the mind, body, the spirit, or want to understand the connection. And for people that are really interested in this mind, body, spirit connection, but also want to do this in a way that's personal with someone you know and trust, uh, I'm your guy. So you can go to exnihilohealth.com slash coaching, and you'll be able to get hooked up with that. See some more of the information. I don't take, um, I don't take and coach everybody. I think it's important that you and I are a good fit for one another, that your goals align with what my expertise is in. I think that's really important. Otherwise, I'm just like sort of a snake oil salesman, and I, I just refuse to do that. It's just not my style. But if I think I can help you, let's do it. Let's let's set it up, and we can get you feeling better performing at a high level and living as long as possible. And in case you haven't heard, those are really the three pillars of what Ex Nihilo is all about. It's about well-being, right? It's about you feeling really good. I want you to feel good. I'm convinced most people have never felt optimal. I want you to feel optimal. Uh, It's about you uh, living a long time. It's about longevity, right? I want you to live a long time. Don't just live a sort of flash in the pan life or where you've sort of reach ultimate forms of superstardom and then you go out really quickly. I don't want that for you. I want you to live a long time. And then it's all about performance. Whether you're preaching like someone like me, you know, you preach every week, you get up every week, whether you got big presentations at work, whether you get on sales calls, whether you've got to you know, lead people, um, this is an important thing in your job. And I want you to be able to perform well. It turns out that you can't just work in your job. You got to work on your job. You can't just work in uh, in your life. You got to work on your life. And that's what coaching helps you do. I've taken coaching. I've been a part of coaching. I've been doing um uh, soul coaching for a long time, meaning that I, I every week I meet with a guy who works on me, who's a therapist that spends time uh, hearing my story and giving me feedback. I think this is a way to do that in the health and wellness. So I'd encourage you to do that. Um, most pastors in particular, if we're honest, guys, uh, we don't live the healthiest of lifestyles. You know, as a former church planner, church planners don't um, typically live the most healthy lifestyle. They they go in sort of like a fullback does, where you go in with your head down and you sort of smash your head up against another person and you try to get the church planted. There are better ways to do this. There are absolutely better ways to do it. So I think coaching is a way. So check out the course, check out the coaching, exnihilo.com slash coaching, uh, and you can learn some more about that. Okay. New year, new you. Let's talk about some some big goals that you might set for yourself. As I mentioned, one of the biggest things that I set up for me last year was getting emotionally healthy. This year, I've got some goals as well, but what are yours? Remember, you, you've got to begin to think about the bigger picture here when it comes to Ex Nihilo. And I, I've, I've told you 
in other podcasts and YouTube and YouTube uh, clips and all that, that the proof for change is directly in front of you. I'll read you again some of the biggest, biggest reasons for your changes now. 91% of prescriptions filled in the United States are for chronic disease. The odds are that if you filled a prescription, 90, there's a 90, 91% chance you filled it because of something that you can control, diet or lifestyle related. 75% or 76% rather of physician visits are for chronic illness. 99% of Medicare dollars go to chronic illness. 83% of Medicaid dollars go to chronic illness. Spending on chronic disease worldwide will reach $47 trillion by 2030. Maybe you're listening to this in 2030. The number might be higher. I wouldn't be surprised. Jeez, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but, the, and another statistic, the CDC in 2017 did a study and found that 100 million Americans were a diabetic and pre-diabetic and another 60 million were pre-diabetic and didn't know it. That's plenty. That's plenty reason for you to get off off your proverbial behind and do something about and making a big change. And what better time to do that than sort of at the right at the beginning of the year, right? We're all living a longer. People say, well, look at the life expectancy. It's, you know, it's gone up over the years. Well, it has actually. Spoiler, it's actually gone down for the first time in like several decades. For the first time ever, the life expectancy has gone down. Maybe that's because of a pandemic or something else. But regardless, for the first time ever, it's gone down. Now, while we're all maybe living longer, maybe you're one of those people, maybe you're living longer, we are arguably only doing so as we cling to medications that keep us like animated and alive, but not thriving. So I want you to thrive. So what are a few things that you can do, that you can implement, that will change the way you live forever? Now, I've implemented a few of these already, and I can say that the year I did it, it changed the way I think. It turns out that a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of common knowledge is merely a reflection of social bias. There's a lot of things that we believe to be true that we just, that just, and we think, we think it's reality for our hearts, but it turns out that mostly it's just because everyone else thinks it too. I'm going to tell you to quit some stuff that you don't think you'll be able to quit, or you can't imagine a life without this thing. And I'm telling you, it's totally possible that you can live a life without something and your life will be totally normal and totally fine without it. And you'll be better off without it. And I'm not going to tell you to quit alcohol today. I've already done that a few other podcasts, but there are some other things I want to tell you to quit. So here's my first one for you. First thing you should do in this new year is quit eating gluten forever. Quit eating gluten forever. If you think you need to make a way for yourself to have grandma's sweet potato pie or a cheeseburger from your favorite insert in and out what a burger, five guys or whatever other burger place you need to have a bun for, or if you think you need to always have access to pizza from whatever your favorite pizza place is, I'm telling you right now, your life will be better if you get rid of it forever. We know over the course of history, that gluten, grains and wheat grains in particular, over the course of the United States, because of big agriculture, because of big food, the gluten that you and I ingest, particularly in the West, is total trash. It has been GMO'd. And you say, well, what's wrong with GMO? Well, GMO, acronym for uh, genetically modified organism, or as I like to say, God move over. 
It's a way where we've gotten into the food supply and changed it and manipulated it. We've shrank the wheat for production speed. We've shrank the wheat for um, for economic reasons, not for health reasons. And as a result, the food is nutritionally void of any of the minerals and vitamins we thought it was originally. And now because the food companies know that, they fortify or add back in um, these these minerals and vitamins, but are they're not bioavailable, which means that you and I can't actually digest them. So if you buy a loaf of bread from whatever store and it says, with added omega-3s or with added zinc, just know that it's likely you can't digest that anyway. So you may feel good about buying it because it says there's more zinc, even though maybe you don't know what zinc does for you. Um, but I'm telling you, your body can't digest it anyway. It's all a marketing ploy. It's all a scam. I'll call it a scam because that's really what it is. They know what they're doing to get you to buy, to get you to become addicted, and to get you to purchase. And th their, their goal is not your health. Their goal isn't we want to make you healthy. Their goal is we want to make money. And you should always be skeptical when economics is, is the main reason why a food company is doing something. Because as long as they don't kill you immediately, they're free to market however they want here in the United States, okay? Quit them forever. They're highly inflammatory. We know inflammation is the number one precursor for every major modern Western disease, okay? Chronic inflammation, not just acute inflammation like, hey, I roll my ankle or I sprain my elbow, blood rushes to it, it's a little swollen for a few days. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about chronic inflammation in your joints, chronic inflammation in your, in your gut, chronic inflammation in your heart, in your brain, all of these, these different areas of your body. Um, when you quit grain, I mean, I've, I've put so many different people off of, off of gluten forever, even off of grain forever. And I've seen people who are 65 plus years old say for the first time ever, I'm able to do a squat because my knees don't hurt because they have arthritic knees. They were told they have arthritic knees and their knees are always going to hurt forever. And what they should do is take pills in order to manage it. They should take ibuprofen, which will atom bomb your gut biome which is basically your the, the cultures and environment for all of the bacteria in your stomach, which you need to flourish and function. You take an ibuprofen to help you, your knee feel better temporarily, which destroys your gut, leads to all sorts of other problems. And then the cascading effects of your demise ensue. They tell you, take Tylenol for your pain. That just absolutely wrecks your liver. You shouldn't do any of those things. The first thing you should consider doing is removing things that cause inflammation. Um, because you might find that it may the problem may be as simple as that. The problem with this solution is that there isn't um, a an economic return for large companies to tell you that. Isn't that sad? Because there's no money in it, there's no pill to market, they don't care to tell you it. Um, they only care to get you to buy whatever food they're selling or to get you to buy whatever medication they're selling. That's the only reason. Um, eating gluten because, because of its nature, because of its GMO nature is going to trigger things like food cravings. Um, you may know if you've ever quit gluten or grain for a while, like I have, and then you've like gone back and someone forces you over the course of, you know, a holiday or something to eat this grandma's famous pie or, you know, some donut or something and you eat it, you feel horrible after if you have quit for a long time, like I had. And then I was sort of coerced by a friend to, to have something. And I said, you know, it's been years. Let me just see what happens. I eat it, you enjoy it, and then all of a sudden, you feel terrible and all of your cravings come back. 
Then you get something called brain fog where you can't quite think clearly. You're not seeing things as clearly. You're a little more frustrated and irritable. That's all related to consuming stuff like gluten. Quit it. I'm convinced, as I said earlier, that you've probably never felt optimal in your entire life. If you've always eaten gluten your entire life, if you grew up eating PB&Js for, for lunch and having burgers with the bun on them, you've never felt as good as you could possibly feel. I'm, I know for a fact you haven't. Even if you say, oh, I feel pretty good, you haven't felt as good as you can. Even if you've, you've, you've become accustomed to the normative nature of dysfunction you experience, but you haven't felt optimal, you might experience sort of uh, crazy brain-like highs when you get off of this stuff because you're going to all of a sudden think with clear clarity. You're going to be more sharp in meetings. You're going to be uh, be able to converse more easily with your family. Your life's going to change. So in this year, 2024 or any year, quit grains, quit gluten forever and never go back. There's not a good reason why you need to go back. But if you do slip up, pay attention how you feel. You're going to feel worse. And let that be a reminder to you that you quit. Don't dabble in this. Make the decision. Now, something's better than nothing, but you're gonna have to exercise a lot of willpower in order to, in order to quit, in order to go on again and off again. You're gonna have to exercise a lot of willpower when and when and when and where you do it. It's gonna oh, it's always gonna be a challenge. If you just make the decision, this I do not eat this, this is not good for me, you're done. Then whatever your name is, like for me, Eddie, Eddie doesn't eat gluten. I don't. I don't eat it. And uh, when people offer it to me, I don't eat it. So I don't have to go, you know, is this the time I have a cookie? Is this the time I have a donut? Is this the time I have a slice of pizza? No, I don't eat it. So I don't have to deal with it. You'll feel better if you quit it. Okay. That's my first one for you. Second resolution, second thing you should implement in your life today to make changes is to read one wellness book every single month for the rest of your life. They don't have to be big. They don't, they don't have to be massive encyclopedias, but they can be a good start towards you beginning to educate yourself on why big food, big agriculture, big government, these large corporations are out to get you, what you should eat and when to make yourself feel as good as you can so you can live as long as you can, so you can perform as well as you can, and why the people around you, quite honestly, are addicts. They're addicted to a number of different things. And you're going to begin to see clearly and sober up, right, with your diet and start to look and see, man, this person is like they can't stop eating. That person really loves candy. They say they just love candy, but it seems like they're addicted to the sugar content and that stuff. You want to be able to have knowledge so that way you have your arm with the tools to be able to help yourself. So let me give you four books that you should consider adding to your list. Because your goal is going to be, hopefully, to read 12 this next year. Let me give you four of my favorites. And I've given a few of these before, but I want to call them back up to your attention. Not everyone's going to go, hey, let me go read that book. I get that. But let me give you some of my favorites. Number one, dude, Bulletproof Diet by Dave Asprey. Now, Dave Asprey, is, um, he was the guy that got famous for creating Bulletproof Coffee or like coining the phrase biohacking. Kind of cool. The book came out in 2014. It still holds its weight really well. Now, the reason why I suggest this book, um, let me hold it up a little bit longer there so you can see that on the YouTube channel. Um, the reason why I suggest this book is because it gives you like your 
basic level information of how to begin feeling good, performing well with your diet. Like what are the things that you can eat? Now, Dave is doesn't appear to be a Christian. Uh, it, it, that's irrelevant to this conversation. The reason I say that is <clears throat> his principles of living as long as you can with your diet align really nicely with ex nihilo lifestyle, meaning that you know, my philosophy is we want to eat as food as close to the way God made it as possible and then leverage God's food for performance and longevity because I believe God, that's why he gave us food. And we've divorced the quality of food um, and or the food we eat from our performance and we've divorced eating and thinking. And it turns out those things are combined. They work well together. And Dave Asprey does a really good job at, at pointing those things out. And so I encourage you to read that book. When you, you know, we just talked about grain, quitting gluten and grain. He's going to harp on that in this book. He's going to prefer harp on mental performance. Those are important things. If you're a speaker, like you speak, you lead things, you preach like I do, um, you uh, teach, maybe you're a professor or something, or maybe you're just a parent and you want to be coherent for your kids. His principles on mental, mental wellness are fantastic because he gives you something tangible to do. Like, hey, take this supplement not a crazy supplement, something natural, eat this food and you're going to perform at a high level. That's going to come up in a later podcast this year when I talk about um, my hacks for teaching and preaching uh, to help yourself feel better. So the Bulletproof Diet, that's my first book recommendation for you. Add it to your list. The second one, also another basic, Mark Hyman's book, Food. Can't see it, but it says, what the heck should I eat? If you're looking for just like the most basic, like what the heck should I eat? As the title says, well done, publisher. Uh, Little Brown Spark. Never heard of that publisher, but this book is going to give you the breakdown on all your basic vegetables, fruits, um, meats, uh, starches, everything. Like what do you want to eat and what and when? He does a fantastic job on that. Again, the No Nonsense Guide to Achieving Optimal Weight and Lifelong Health. Great subtitle. Mark Hyman comes well-respected. You should read that book. Third book recommendation. This is Jonathan Baylor's The Calorie Myth. How to eat more, exercise less, lose weight, and live better. Now, I like this book because when I first got on my journey towards eating, you know, I was always sort of on a health and wellness journey. Um, but he helped me understand something about calories that I was taught, you know, playing in the NFL and honestly taught, I kind of cut my teeth, I cut my teeth learning wellness principles from uh, blog sites in the late 90s, um, reading about, you know, protein shakes from uh, bodybuilders and stuff. And there was a lot about calories in it. You eat this many calories and you burn this many calories, you lose weight. And he teaches in this book and he cites some really awesome sources <clears throat> around this idea that Human beings are not math equations. You don't just go, well, I eat 2,500 calories and I burn 2,500 calories because that's my metabolic rate. <clears throat> and then I exercise more, then I will burn fat. And 3,500 calories is one pound of fat. Human beings are not math equations. There's too much, there's too many other systems and functions happening in the body. Uh, insulin resistance, leptin resistance, um, hormones, hormone profiles, you have things like water retention as it relates to estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, all these different things. 
And so that's why you come across somebody that maybe is way overweight and is working out six days a week and eating salads and can't lose any weight because there's something else going on in their body. If you think I'm going to set my macros and I'm going to lose, I'm going to, I'm going to say my macros are 2000 calories a day. And then I'm going to train and try to burn 500 calories a day. And my metabolic rate is, um, is 2000 calories a day. Then I will lose 500 calories a day. And over the course of a week, I will lose 3,500 calories, which will give me a pound of body fat loss. It doesn't, your human body is too complicated. It is not a math equation. Now I will say, if that's where you're starting out and you do some of these things, like you've never dieted before and you just cut calories, you're going to lose weight. Okay. But as you begin to diet, the body gets more complex and more nuanced, and you've got to consider hormones. You've got to consider metabolic issues. You've got to consider insulin resistance, hormone dysfunction. All these other things play a role. Um, also, if you were to say, I'm just going to eat 2,500 calories of Snickers bars, and then I'm going to train and burn 4,000 calories. Well, you may or may not lose rate, weight, but you're probably going to end up with diabetes uh, because of your high blood sugar and you're going to, your weight loss is going to taper off really quickly and you're going to feel terrible because human beings are not math equations. It is not that simple. If everyone was that, if it was that simple for everyone, everyone would already be losing weight. So I'm not telling you here that watching your calories doesn't matter. I'm not saying that at all. I would say that initially it's a helpful guideline to get you started in the right path. But over time, you're going to see a discrepancy and a dysfunction by living that way. You're going to feel tired. You're going to feel worse. And a goal is to get you to perform better, to feel good, and to live a long time, not just to get shredded. You can see all sorts of bodybuilders online that look ripped or fitness models that look great but feel terrible and die early at a young age because they're not living optimally. If you eat the right foods and you eat the way God made you to eat, you're going to see that your body is going to begin to regulate itself. Your hunger hormone uh, ghrelin is going to be under control and you're going to be able to intuitively eat. You're going to be able to eat as much as you can until you get full, then put your fork down. If you are putting in foods like gluten that are hijacking your hunger hormones, you're going to have to use and exercise a lot of willpower, a lot of willpower, not to consume more calories. If you eat the right types of food, then your body will get full when it's supposed to. It's almost as if God made us that way, okay? The calorie myth. And here's my last one for you. This may be controversial, okay? But I'm, I'm going to give it to you anyway. This here is called Undoctored. I think I've recommended this one before. It's by William Davis. Why healthcare has failed you and how you can become smarter than your doctor. Now, I don't know if any of that's true, but I will tell you a lot of the reason why um, you and I are sort of fed into the system of the United States healthcare, why there's in incre increasingly high, uh, all the premiums that people pay and why you go to the doctor. And oftentimes you don't get the answers you want because you're just fed prescriptions is because there is a system in place, uh, that is put together by big pharma, um, and big food, quite honestly. And it's built itself as this economic powerhouse to siphon your resources it's not built to help you and to make you healthy. It's built to get money out of you. Now, if you break your arm or you have some sort of significant issue, go to the doctor. Okay. That's going to help you. But if you are looking at preventing disease, preventing issues, preventing 
um, gut distress, preventing inflammation, your a primary care doctor often will not be able to help you because they are not trained to help you prevent any disease or to thrive. I, I'll give you an example. I've gone into the doctors a few times over the years and I've gone into functional medicine doctors, which is what I use now. But I've also gone into a regular doctor and you go in and you get your labs done because, they, you know, whatever reason they tell you to and your insurance covers it. Um, and you get your labs back and they go, you're normal. One time I went in, low hormones across the board, and they're like, wow, you're normal. And, and, and I'm looking at these numbers and I'm like, well, these numbers are way off. I mean, I'm looking at the, the, the ranges and what they do is, so for instance, let's say a man, he goes in for his testosterone. And let's say it's a 30-year-old man. An average 30-year-old man should be, you know, in the six to 700, maybe 800 range for their testosterone, maybe higher. And they're in there for that. And you have to go in and you get a testosterone level of 210. And the range on the sheet says, well, if you're, as long as you're within 200 to 1100, you're healthy. And you get that back and you go, well, I'm healthy, but I don't know why I feel horrible. I don't know why I'm tired. I don't know why I'm anxious. Then you go into a functional medicine doctor and they say, well, yeah, technically you're not dead. You have some testosterone, but for your age, you should be at seven, 800 and you're at 210. You need to figure out ways lifestyle-wise to increase that testosterone number back up to your optimal level for your age. What the white lab coat uh, sort of doctors and methodology will do is say, well, if you fall within the healthy testosterone range for a man in general, which could be an, a 16-year-old boy to a 90-year-old man, then you're fine. But that's not, that's not good for you. You want something that's good for you. All that to say... The healthcare, um, and I'm showing the books here on YouTube if you're listening on the podcast, if the healthcare system is built not to help you but to earn money, and this book sort of brings that to light from an MD, someone who's been through medical school, who has been a doctor, and has seen it from the inside. So I highly encourage you to read that book. Let me, let me recap for you. So I got The Bulletproof Diet by Dave Asprey. I got What the Heck Should I Eat by Mark Hyman. The Calorie Myth by Jonathan Baylor and Undoctored by William Davis. Those are the books that I want you to, those are the books you should add to your list, okay? Okay, so we talked about eliminating gluten, we talked about uh, reading one wellness book a month, adding that in. Here's my third thing for you, and it's controversial again, I guess these all are sort of controversial. Have you considered eliminating your smartphone? Yeah, okay. Your phone is a supercomputer that is in your pocket demanding your attention at all times. It, it's, its intended purpose is not just to help you, although it does help you. It is not just a tool. It is an attention harvesting device because the biggest, um, most, uh, most precious resource in today's world is attention. That's why social media is so prevalent. That's why these email clients are trying to get you with all of, that's why they hire these people from Las Vegas to try to get you addicted to your devices, to get you addicted to their apps. Uh, these gaming uh, apps are, are designed for addiction. You have an opportunity this year to opt out of the matrix, so to speak. I know that's like weird now to say because there's so many people have hijacked that, but you can opt out of the matrix and you could say, I'm no longer gonna participate and allow people to have free reign on all my time because I need margin. 
And as one theologian said, margin is God's window into your soul. You need margin in order to flourish as a person. And, and these devices are designed to give you convenience, but eliminate your peace. And as I say, peace and convenience, as it relates to your phone, are on a teeter-totter. You can have lots of convenience, which is what an iPhone or an Android will do for you, but you'll have very little peace. Now, you can flip the script and get your peace back, but you're going to have to give up convenience as a result. I've done some a number of different experiments with this sort of stuff. I've cut phones out. I've got, gone to a dumb phone, like a uh, like an old BlackBerry without internet access. I've dumbed my phone down, but here's what I know. I'm an addict. And I think, I'm going to just say it, I think you're an addict too. I think you and I are, you and I are phone addicts. And we don't know it yet because it's not talked about a lot because it hasn't become obvious. But you can see and tell by that we're all addicts by the way we all talk about our phones. Like even you right now are going, yeah, you, you don't understand. Like, I know it's killing me in a lot of ways, but I need it for this. Or I have to have my email for that. Or I need to have access to social media because of this. Consider all of the ways in which you are um, making excuses for your addiction. And that you are addicted to your vice. It's hurting you. It's stealing all your time. And um, you have an opportunity to get it back. No, Consider all the ways you've been on Instagram. Or maybe you found me on Instagram, on a reel or TikTok or YouTube. And, and you were like, wow, that was really cool information. And you scroll through 9,000 other videos and maybe an hour or two hours or maybe three or four hours later, you get done and you go, wow, I wasted my time. How is it already one o'clock in the morning? No one's ever gotten off a binge on social media and been like, wow, that was really productive. I'm so glad I spent four hours on reels on Instagram. Nobody, nobody has done that. We all go, ugh, I just feel worse. It's kind of like drinking too much. You go, wow, I mean, well, everyone's drinking. I guess I should also drink. It's fun. I enjoy it. I relax when I do it. No one gets done after and goes, you know what? After hungover in the morning, that was totally awesome. I'm so glad I did that. I have no regrets whatsoever. There's always a little bit of like, ugh, feeling. And, and we have that with our phones too. So like consider eliminating your smartphone. Now, you might not want to go cold turkey, but here's a few options for you if you decide. The first and the easiest is going grayscale with your phone. This is just basically pulling the color off your phone. I've been doing this for years. I know it's popular now. I've been doing this since 2018. Pull the color off your phone because the color makes it more appealing. Uh, eliminate all web surfing devices or web surfing apps. So anything with a browser, sorry, Chrome, sorry, Safari, you're gone. Um, any social media, anything that goes on the internet, eliminate them. Take them off your phone. Leave nothing but your music, your your Google Maps or your uh, Apple Maps, your text messaging and your phone. And then on your screen time app or whatever Android uses, block all the apps so you can't download anything and give the code to accountability partner. And don't and say, don't give me this code unless I have a really good reason. And now all of a sudden you have a really high powered dumb phone and consider all the ways in which you'd get all your time back. Now it's gonna feel uncomfortable you're going to feel anxious because you don't have the device or you don't have access to the internet. But here's what's going to happen after a week. You're going to sleep better because the phone is not stealing your sleep. 
You're going to have a better, a, a broader attention span. You're going to actually be able to read some of these books that I've been recommending. You're going to have your life back. You're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have more time. You're going to be more present. And then you're going to begin, begin to notice all the ways uh, that people are addicts around you with their phones. You'll be able to sit at a restaurant and enjoying a wonderful ambiance or looking out at a view and seeing everybody looking down at their phone. And you're going to notice, wow, this is a problem. Another step for you is to get an actual dumb phone. Now, there's a lot of cool dumb phones out there. Um, there's two in particular that I'm considering trying in 2024. The first one is the Wise Phone. The Wise Phone was invented by some Christian guys north of Dallas, and they're actually putting out the Wise Phone 2 uh, later this year. And it's a basically, it's a well-designed dumb phone with a really nice camera. That's basically what it is. It accesses nothing. It has maps. It has... Um, text messaging. It has no ability to get on the internet. So if there are any other dictatory practices you may have, you may know what I'm alluding to, especially for the men, that's not possible for you on this device. And what's cool about it is it's really cheap. It's like 300 bucks. And the, the plan for it is much cheaper than having like a smartphone plan at Verizon or T-Mobile or something. The other phone is called the Light Phone. And there's Light Phone 2 is out. Now this one I've heard some things about. It looks cool. It's definitely designed to be to create friction, so you don't use it as a phone. It create it makes it so the philosophy is that it becomes merely a tool for you. It's not about you know using it as an everyday one stop shop for all of your entertainment needs where you can't get rid of it. It's basically a tool specifically for its intended uses: phone calls, navigation, maybe some music, calculator, note taking app. Done. Then you have your life back. So. You might not be ready for this, but consider all the ways in which you are addicted and you are managing your addiction to your phone. And if you want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole before you do quit, Google around and go just write in dumb phone, switching to dumb phone and watch all of the people on those videos quit their smartphone. And then at the end of the video, justify why they need to go back to their smartphone. That is a dictatory behavior. Because there's always a reason why you need to go back to an addiction, right? Okay, eliminate your smartphone. Two more quick things for you for the new year. Third, fourth one, remove processed dairy. I'm telling you what, you don't need you don't need dairy. You don't need it. You say, oh, I love cereal, I love milkshakes. It doesn't matter. Quit it. Get rid of them. You don't need industrial animals that have industrial diets giving you their milk and producing their milk for, you don't need that. Again, industrial animals eat industrial food. Cows that are industrially raised are pumped with antibiotics. They're pumped with hormones so they grow bigger. They eat corn and grain, and in some cases they eat city garbage. They have their heads locked in vice grips, so they eat more. They're treated poorly, they smell awful, and then they kill them, process them, or, or before they do that, they give you their milk. Then they kill them and process them and they give you that meat. Industrial raised cattle is one of the worst things you could eat. Um, it's it causes inflammation. Um, it's usually homogenized, which means it's like cleaned. Uh, also, something that was never supposed to happen. Um, and it, again, causes inflammation, causes brain fog. Um, it leads to things like lactose issues. If you're, you can still eat dairy. Just opt for raw dairy. Eat grass fed butter, raw milk, kefir. These are things you can still consume. And in fact, you're going to find out. Spoiler alert, they taste better. They taste better. They don't taste like nothing like a gallon of industrial milk does. It tastes good. 
So that's my fourth one for you. <clears throat> I should say on top of that, before I go on this one, proteins that are in the milk get damaged in the processing, especially when they heat it up. And the proteins can become denatured and be inflammatory as well, okay? So you might say, I'm getting protein in the milk. You're also getting sugar. And actually the non-fat stuff, you say, well, I'll get non-fat milk. Well, then they just increase the sugar content along with sugar alcohols, also inflammatory um, for you. So again, it's a lose-lose. Just eat raw dairy. It's more expensive. Um, find a Find a good local farmer and you can get it for much cheaper. And here's my last tip for you for the new year. Invest. Okay, I should say, this isn't ne more next level hack, but this is something I've been doing for years and I absolutely love it. I think you'll love it too. Invest in a recovery and longevity center membership of some kind. Um, what do I mean by that? There are these places, these clinics, quote unquote, that you can use like HSA accounts with or HRA accounts with <clears throat> that have things like red light therapy, compression, um, hydrofacials, um, IVs, well, vitamin drips, vitamin IV drips, hyperbaric chambers, chambers, infrared saunas, cryotherapy, and they have all of them sort of put together in one little clinic. And then you can pay a membership, 100 bucks, 200 bucks a month, depending on what it is. And you can go in and get these services for you. And so you want to talk about aging backwards and living a long time. Red light therapy is awesome, right? You're going to get some of that, get some of those great red lights, those rays in you. Uh, infrared saunas to for detox, compression therapy to get the blood flow to recover from workouts, cryotherapy, right? Getting that cold exposure, like cold exposure is really popular right now, but people have been doing it for years, especially if you've been an athlete, you know that you've been doing cold tubs since you can remember. I got my first cold tub in the year 2000, and that's always been a thing, right? Getting an ice bath is good. Cryotherapy is another way to do that. Vitamin and mineral IV drips, are fantastic. I always get a vitamin or mineral IV drip before I have a big weekend. So like Easter weekend is big for churches or uh, Christmas weekend, or I'm going on a big trip or I'm recovering from a big trip. I go in and get some glutathione, vitamin C, get some trace minerals, get your get it, B vitamins. It makes you feel like really good. So I would encourage you to do something like this. Find them, you know, I'll put a few links in the, in the show notes for you. But the one I go to is called Restore. They have them all over the place. Restore Hyper Wellness. They have them in the Seattle area. They have them in California. I've been to them in Arizona. I've been to them in California. I've been to them in Nevada. I've been to them in Utah. I've been to them kind of everywhere. They have them a lot of places. They've got one in Chicago. They're sprouting up all over the place, but you don't have to go to Restore. There's just, there's a number of different ones you can try. But the key is you want to live as long as possible. And this is sort of the other the other way to maintain there's diet, there's exercise, but then there's like recovery and there's anti-aging and these clinics are really, really awesome. So I encourage you to join one of those. All right, everyone. Well, happy new year. I hope this year starts out great for you. I hope you take some of these tips to heart. I hope you begin your journey to God honoring health and wellness this year. And I hope there's a few things from this podcast you can even take. Remember, I've got my course, The Healthy Believer Blueprint. If that's helpful for you, you can find that link in the show notes. And also, I've got my health coaching. If that's something that you want to pursue, let's see if we're a good fit for each other. I would love to, uh, love to work with you if possible. Okay, that's it for me. I'll see you guys on the next one. One more thing. 
The statements in this video or audio have not been evaluated by the FDA, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Information provided here is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information provided by this website and or by this podcast is not a substitute for a physician visit and should not be taken as medical advice of any sort or kind. This is a list of resources for further self-research and work with your personal physician if needed. By using any of this information, by watching, listening, or reading it, you are accepting responsibility for your own health and health decisions and expressly release this podcast, its participants, and its websites from any and all liability whatsoever, including that which might come from negligence. Also, don't smoke cigarettes, don't do drugs, stay in school, don't touch hot surfaces, and please wear your safety glasses when cutting wood.